Hey guys, I'm going to start answering all your marketing questions and concerns on here. I'm going to give you quick bite-sized actionable marketing strategies and tactics that will help you attract new patients immediately and grow your practice. Every Monday, a short episode will come out and each month we will be covering a topic. Topics like ground marketing, Google AdWords, internal marketing, reputation management, and more. And I will have experts, agencies, and professionals give us step-by-step instructions you can easily implement. What you're listening to will be actionable steps you can do today. No strings attached. And then you will see the results. So without further delay, let's get into our Monday morning marketing episode. Hey, Josh. So talk to us about websites. How can we utilize this or what advice, suggestions, or methods can you give us that will help actually attract new patients through our website? Yeah, definitely. So for any dental practice where I recommend getting started is really at the foundation. Make sure that you're building a brand. So before you really think about building a website, it's important to figure out what's going to set you apart from your competition. Why should a potential patient choose to book with you over any other dental practice in your area? So really, I have a few questions that I like to answer before diving into that. I've already said what sets you apart from your competition, what makes you a better choice than other dental practices in your area. And then this is core, but what are your ideal customers, your ideal patients' pain points? What dental services are they typically looking for? So are they looking for general family dentistry, or they may be looking for pediatric dentistry for the little ones? Or are they looking for more cosmetic dental services, you know, implants, veneers, those sorts of things? The other question that I like to ask is, what questions do they have about the services that they're looking for? And how can you easily answer them on your website? And then, you know, this is not at all website focused, but making sure that you're creating an exceptional experience for your patients is paramount. This starts in your marketing and bleeds all the way through into that in-office experience. So as we really think about diving into the website, once you've answered these core questions about your business, about your offerings, about how you can tailor your messaging to those ideal patients, I like to dive into the basics. So the biggest tip that I can give anybody that's thinking about either relaunching a dental practice website, or uh, if you're a brand new practice starting from scratch, don't fall into the trap of thinking that your website is just a website. I really like to think about our website as your most valuable sales tool. And it's typically one of the first or the first touch points that you'll have with a new patient before they ever come into your studio. So with that being said, it's important to stand out. You know, I think we've all seen a lot of dental practice websites, and it actually isn't that difficult to stand out in the dental space. When we look at a lot of dental websites, they feel somewhat sterile. And so really offering different design aspects that make you feel more personable, that feel authentic to you, authentic to your practice experience. And once again, going back to speaking to your ideal customer, so not just unloading about the services that you do, but really speaking to how that is going to impact your customer, your patient's lives, right? So we all know that health starts with oral health. A lot of 
problems that we can experience really begin with, you know, what's happening in our mouth. So speaking to that unique value proposition and positioning yourself, your practice as the, uh, the guy that will help your patients solve that. Mm-hmm. And then once again, going back, what sets you apart? It's all about being authentic. It's all about, you know, really setting yourself apart from other practices in your area because there are tons of options. And then on top of that, your website is an integrated piece of your marketing plan. Like I said earlier, you know, answering questions that patients might have about any of your services, paramount little hack there is you can put these in an FAQ section. A lot of these questions are actually SEO keywords and search terms in and of themselves. So, you know, thinking about, I'm based in Austin, Texas, thinking about Invisalign, how much does Invisalign cost in Austin, Texas? Huge search term here. So answering that question on your website, having that keyword on your website is automatically going to bump you up in search rankings just by simply answering your question that your patient already has and that you know that they're going to have. Nice. I do have a question about the, the website when you, I guess, put yourself in at your brand. You know, like the about us page and things like that or about the practice. Do you prefer or do you think it's better to speak from like a third party or like it looks like the doctor's actually saying like, I love this community and I love, or the doctor loves this community and what's better? I think it really depends on the size of your practice. So if you're solo, you're the only doctor in your practice. I think that having that type of, you know, one-on-one conversation with a patient is um, the way to go. If you've got many, many, many doctors in your practice, maybe multiple locations, I would recommend kind of saying this is what we are about. And then you can always do like a letter from the founder or blog post from the founder, um, I think is a really great option there. Gotcha. Okay, cool. And then going back to really making it easy to find answer or for your patients to find answers to their questions. One of my favorite dental hacks is an insurance verification form. We typically use type form, which allows you to set up essentially, this is going to give a little developery, but a bit of conditional logic where you can upload all of the different insurances that your practice accepts and then anything that you don't accept and then set that form up so that you're grabbing patient's name, their email address, what insurance they will be potentially using with your practice. And from there, you can conditionally then display, hey, we take your insurance. Let's go ahead and book your appointment. We don't take your insurance, but you can then direct them to if you have like an in-studio membership option. But what you're doing there is making it easy to answer whether or not you accept their insurance. Two, you're also capturing that lead and able to follow up with them in the instance that you do accept their insurance and they didn't quite make the jump to uh, schedule that appointment. You can always follow up and convert that lead. That's kind of one of the most valuable tools that we've employed lately. Gotcha. When it comes to that, like, okay, how much is how much does Invisalign cost or how much are implants or, you know what I mean? Would you prefer to have the price on the website? Like just, just put it out there or 
Because you know how some people are like, well, don't put the price out there. You know what I mean? You're going to deter people and have them call for, you know what I mean? And then that kind of doesn't answer the question that Google wants, right? Yeah. So I'm a big, big proponent of including pricing on your website, whether it's, you know, a pencil website or, you know, a SaaS website. Think about how many times you have been looking for the price of really any product or service and can't figure that out. You're more likely to just put it off and not book your appointment, not reach out, anything like that. What you're really doing and in including pricing is once again, like validating that you are the right choice for your patients. So if they come in and they see that your Invisalign price is out of their price range, it's going to save you a little bit of time as well to not have to answer those questions, those sorts of things. So it's going to limit some lift on your front office stack, but it's also going to help you attract your ideal customer, which is what it's all about. We want to make sure that we're getting the right people in the doors at the right time and helping them with the products and services that they need. Okay. Okay, man. So have the price on website. Definitely. And big thing with that, I know these are all variable prices, so you can always include a range. So if we're looking at an implant, we know that that can vary dramatically depending on patient's individual, you know, their individual case that sort of thing. So you can always put a range. It doesn't have to be an implant is $3,500. Implants typically start at X and they could go up to Y depending on what your individual case looks like. Okay. Awesome. Another often overlooked option for helping convert potential patients to actual patients is utilizing a online booking widget or platform. So we know that it can be kind of a hassle to schedule a dental appointment, especially if maybe you haven't been to the dentist in a while. So making it as easy as booking an Airbnb or ordering DoorDash, that's really going to dramatically boost the number of patients that are in your practice. So if they can easily figure out if you do take their insurance and then easily book online, you're just taking away those blockers that could keep them from booking with you. So they don't have to call. Of course, they could call if they want. But we all know if things are right in front of us, the likelihood that we'll actually move forward with doing that thing, it'll actually happen. So just streamlining that, making it as easy as possible for patients to figure out, once again, if you take their insurance and then ultimately book Paramount and getting more folks in, through the door. And typically, most dental practice software are going to have an embeddable widget. You can usually find it directly in your platform. It's just an embed code, copy, paste it into your website builder, and seamless. So mm-hmm. super, super easy to implement onto your website, provided that your uh, dental practice software has that option. Mm-hmm. And then maybe a lot of SEO guys or SEO gals are going to ding me for this, but I'm always hesitant to tell, especially a practice that's just starting to go full sim on SEO, search engine optimization. What's more important for a brand new dental practice is making sure that you have the SEO fundamentals down. So making sure that you're hitting keywords, relevant keywords to your area, super, super easy to 
go onto a tool like SEMrush and find what those keywords are for your, your individual area and make sure that you're including those into your site. But I think when it comes to creating tons and tons of SEO content, I generally kind of reserve that for practices that are at least like a year old. It takes time. It's a costly endeavor. And I think more important for a brand new practice is making sure that you're really growing your book, providing an excellent in-office experience, those sorts of things. But like I said, SEO fundamentals are super, super important. Make sure that your most site builders will do this as you're um, you know, building your site on your own. Just make sure that you've got your H1s or H2s noted so that things from a uh, technical standpoint, Google will validate your website and start to, to rank you. Right, man. So that's nice. That's good to know about the SEO, especially I feel like a lot of the times when you're getting out in the get going, like, you know, it's like kind of like crickets or like a couple of new patients. You're like, oh, I'm paying SEO. You know what I mean? Like, come on, why are we first on Google or something like that? I kind of get impatient a little bit. Yeah. I mean, SEO takes time. It takes time. It's a good bit of work. And most importantly, once again, answering those questions that your patients have, because at the end of the day, like good SEO is also good user experience, right? So answering questions um, that folks might have and directing them where they need to go is a foundational piece of SEO. Last thing that I would say is, and I touched on this at the very beginning of our call, is just making sure that your website is an integrated piece of your marketing plan. So when you have a lead come through on your website, whether it's through a contact form, that insurance verification form, make sure that you follow up with those leads, especially if they do not look with you immediately. That means they're a warm lead, they're a hot lead, and they are looking to find a place to get a dental home, essentially. Other piece, stay in touch with your existing patients. So once they come in for that first appointment, if you didn't get the opportunity to schedule them for their second follow or for their follow-up visit during their appointment, make sure that we're following up three to four months after that first appointment so that we can get them scheduled for that follow-up. And last but not least, streamline referrals. So we all know word of mouth is our easiest advertising tool, right? So make sure you're streamlining referrals. There are a number of different platforms that you can use to do that, that integrate directly into your website. And once again, really, really valuable in converting potential patients, especially after um, one of their friends, one of their colleagues has had a great experience with you. It's a shoo-in for them to come and get their potential services on with you as well. Nice. Okay, man. So po- yeah, focus on referrals. But it starts with building that brand, right? Building the brand and making sure all this is kind of in play. And we can dive deeper into SEO in an upcoming month. But at the same time, making sure your website's looking good. You mentioned referrals, widgets, have the SEO optimization, conversions, right? Getting the leads in. And yeah, man, that's it. (laughs) It sounds like a little bit, but then there's a lot of moving parts. You know what I mean? And so this is, I, I feel like this is where the listener, right, is, I guess, paying for that optimization, right? Like, okay, this is where we're going to have to move, moving parts, keep up to date, all these things. Because it's a lot. Yeah, a lot. definitely. I mean, it's a lot of moving parts. Our dental clients, they're experts in dentistry, right? Maybe mm-hmm. they might not have taken a business class since general college. 
And so there's a lot of moving parts and it can become very technical. So yeah, just make sure that you're hitting all those key points and everything will fall into place. Awesome, Josh. I appreciate your time. And if anyone has further questions, you can definitely find them on the Dental Marketer Society Facebook group or where can they reach out to you directly? Yeah, definitely. So drop on over to our website. It's www.hmpsn.studio. So just my last name with no vowels. And then we've also got a dental blog post on our website as well. It dives into a lot more of this in detail. So check that out as well. Awesome. So guys, that's going to be in the show notes below. And Josh, thank you for being with me on this Monday morning marketing episode. Thanks so much, Michael. It was a blast.